what if living your best self and your ideal life was your religion, your God? Welcome to the Church of Awesome, a podcast dedicated to the principles of living an awesome life. Welcome to the Church of Awesome. I am your catalyst of transformation, Brett Dupree, here to imagine a world where becoming your best self is your religion, your God, if you will. We have been going by the Ten Commandments of the Church of Awesome, and if you listened to the last episode, there was one specific thing that I actually created vulnerability to be the commandment of, and I did not even mention it. Because I forgot as I was in the zone. But I recognize the fact that there is another commandment that is just as important that it fits just as well. Which is the now eighth commandment of the Church of Awesome. Which is give for the sake of giving and receive with gratitude. First I want to talk about receiving with gratitude. Because the ability to receive is important in this life. We live in a world where receiving is almost frowned upon. In fact, we have segments of the population that believes that the government giving money to people and them receiving it makes them less, lesser people. But that is not true. In life, you need to give and receive. And receiving with gratitude is extremely important because if you do not receive, you do not feel worthy. You feel guilty. And it's important to receive. It is important to be gracious when you do receive. In fact, anytime you receive gratitude, every time you feel the gratitude feeling is because you are open to receiving when you look through your life and say i am thankful for this roof over my head you are thankful for receiving that roof you are thankful for receiving food you are thankful for life itself if you truly live with gratitude and there's studies out there that shows that living in a life where you spend all your time complaining and complaining is just a way from blocking yourself off from receiving it's a way for you to Allow yourself to ignore what is great in your life. As I said before, you're supposed to learn from your mistakes, be friends with failure, learn about the things you don't want in your life, but to focus on the things that you don't want and to continually focus and to continually to complain will deny you your ability to receive. It will force you to look at the world In a way that shows you lack, that shows you that you can't receive what you want to receive. Complaining is the opposite of receiving with value. I'm not saying never complain. That's an important part too. Complaining is a good way of getting things off your chest. Sometimes something happens and you just need to find somebody you love, somebody who can not embody your complaining and just unload on them. Give them your complaints, and maybe if they follow the Church of Awesome, they will receive them with gratitude, and in them receiving with gratitude, that will transmute that negative energy into something positive for both of you, and don't just stop with the complaining. After that, go into gratitude, because a lot of times, 
the spiritual gurus out there, the spiritual people out there, will tell you to never complain. But if you never complain, if you never give that gift of complaining, those are things in your life that you want to change, and that is a gift in itself. You have that negative stuck energy, and instead of getting it out, you are just kind of walling it in and putting in a little positivity on top of it. You need to get it out. But you also have to recognize the fact that once you get it out to a point where you're not building upon it because the complaining can kind of build perpetual motion wheel of some kind. If you complain, you start looking for more things to complain. You complain. You look for more things to complain. You complain. You look for more things to complain. But no, you need to complain in a way that gives a catharsis to remove that negative energy out of you and then move to receiving goodness. And then truly giving that gift to that person that you give the gift of your complaining. Now give them the gift of joy and buy them a coffee. Do something nice for them because they were your sin eater at that moment. But that's how we transmute that negative energy. So I'm not 100% against complaining. Anytime only Siths believe in absolutes. Even though that's a funny saying from Star Wars because that's also an absolute. Life is complicated. But the important part is is to receive. And the thing I was supposed to talk about last week that I planned on talking about last week that I actually created, the being vulnerable commandment for last week that I was 100% just pumped to talk about but completely forgot because I went on another tangent, is the receiving of help. I have spent most of my life thinking I should not ask for help. The feeling of being rejected. The feeling of being embarrassed. Believing I should pull myself up from my bootstraps. Do you know where that saying even comes from? A long time ago, there was a movie that was called Don Quixote. And Don Quixote got stuck in quicksand. And being a silly movie that Don Quixote is, he grabbed his own hair and pulled himself out of that quicksand. All of a sudden, a saying started showing up into the world. Doing it yourself is like pulling yourself up by your hair and eventually it became pull yourself up by your bootstraps basically this is a saying that says going at it alone is crazy don't do it in fact if you look at all of human history everything that was worthwhile that was created was created by a team people asking for help if you think at one of the lowest parts in american history the great depression there's a lot of people who look back at that with reverence because that was a time communities came together and helped each other when you look at world war ii and you look at the british bombings the british people came together and helped each other we are better when we give and receive help we are better as a society when we help people a two-year-old child understands what it means to help somebody if you point to something to a two-year-old child they'll grow over and give it to you because honestly there's even part of our brain that feels good every time we help somebody in fact asking for help gives that person an opportunity to give you the gift of helping you i mean i want you i have known many people like this many people who are so hard to help them and it just could be simple things like they're broke and they want a beer and you ha- I have extra money and I'm like I'll buy you a beer 
And they'll be like, no, 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 you don't have to do that. No, 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 you don't have to do that. They are trying to be nice, but in the reality, they are making me feel bad. I feel good buying that person a beer. And when they deny me that opportunity to do something nice, that is lowering the vibration of us all. But there is another reason a lot of people refuse to ask for help. That is because they don't want to owe that person. They don't want to feel obligated to help that person in the future. Because there are some people out there who help you and they'll never let it go. Bring it up over and over and over again and they'll hold it above you. That is why the first half of this commandment is give for the sake of giving. When you give somebody a gift, once it is received, it is no longer yours. That is what it means by giving. And if you do something or expect them to do something with it, are you giving a gift or are you giving an obligation? And yes, if they do something bad with it and you f feel bad, I'm not saying you have to continually give them something. You have to, you know, number two, treat yourself awesome. This is not becoming a martyr, but that first time, let it go. I mean, if you continually give something to somebody and they continue to treat you bad or take advantage of you, at one point, you're taking advantage of yourself because you will know how you will feel. And if you continually to feel bad and continue to feel used, at one point, you are using yourself. And I understand that this could be problematic, especially when it comes to abuse. And so if you are in a situation where you are being abused, seek help. And what I just said doesn't really pertain to you because that's an extreme situation. Because forget extreme arguments. I almost just said that at the beginning. But almost anything anyone says if taken to the extreme is dangerous. So if you are in a situation where you're being abused... I'm not saying you're abusing yourself. I'm saying for the people who aren't in an extreme situation such as that where they're being manipulated and being abused, that if you continually to do something and someone continually disappoints you, at one point you are doing it to yourself. That's an important distinction in my opinion. But giving is... There's a reason why I put receiving first because giving is almost universally known for being good in fact it's well known that a lot of people are excited when they have kids and parents are more excited for christmas than their ch children in the sense where they get to feel that childhood wonder again by giving their child that gifts and watching that excitement in fact i have a friend named carrie who has childlike wonder and she is so much fun to give things to because she gets so excited and it's so much fun and it's a lot of fun. Giving feels good and it's important to realize that a lot of times you can become tied to that good feeling because you don't want to become addicted to those feelings. You don't want to give just to feel good because that will get you tied to a point where your gift giving becomes an obligation. Have you ever been in a situation where you know somebody who loves to give, but you don't really like it all the time when they give because you feel like they're not giving to make you happy, they're giving to make themselves 
happy. It's part of their own self-worth. That doesn't feel good either. This is the law of flow, giving and receiving. Both of them are equally important because once you, if you just receive, 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 you are not allowing flow. You are having so much stuck energy within you. And this can allow you to become narcissistic. This can allow you to become full of yourself. You see this a lot of times in the world that we live in now, where there's some people who are in these situations where all day people just give them things. And then all of a sudden their reality is warped. And for a lot of people, it's not their fault. It's going to be hard if the Church of Awesome becomes gigantically huge multinational corporation and I'm a billionaire because of this, if I allow myself to become a billionaire, but even if I just become a millionaire and I have millions of fans and just people are adoring me and blah, 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 it will be hard to keep grounded. It will be hard not to get a big head because a lot of times the world around you determines your reality. And so if you get too much receiving, that can cause damage. But the same as too much giving. If you just keep on giving upon giving, 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 martyring yourself, becoming a martyr, you are harming yourself. You're not following the most important, second most important commandment of the Church of Awesome, which is treat yourself awesome. It is important to do so. You know, it's funny. I spent most of my life hating asking for help. Getting back to the asking for help train. It all started with my mom, who was always embarrassed when I asked for things. And then it continued with my anxiety of the fear of being rejected. I've spent most of my life not being able to ask for things. I've spent a lot of my life not being open to receiving And one of the most amazing things I've ever done for myself during my personal development life is embrace two words. Thank you. When somebody gives me something, say thank you. In fact, a lot of times I'll tell people, don't offer me that because I will just say thank you and take it. So don't, don't offer it unless you really want to because I have a policy to always receive. Because I was shut down so much in my life in not receiving, especially compliments. I did not have a high opinion of myself. I always thought of myself as lesser, as pathetic, as small. In fact, a lot of times when I look back in my memories, I'm like four foot three. There's a small little boy. I'm five foot eight. Not that super tall. There's a small little boy. That's what I always imagined myself. Someone that no one would like. Someone who'd never get a girlfriend. Someone who'd never become successful. Someone who'll just coast through life and no one's going to care about. And when I decided to embrace thank you, things changed for me. And it was hard at first. It was difficult. I wanted to say no. I wanted to reject their compliments. I wanted to reject their gifts. But I remembered all the times I tried to be nice. 
and then the person for whatever reason rejected me and how bad that made me feel. And so I continued to push forward in this regard, continued to receive accolades, continued to receive praise. And sometimes it is difficult still, especially when I get big praise, high adulation. When people tell me my energy is so amazing that I'm so amazing, that is still hard for me to listen to every once in a while. That is still hard for me to receive, having to live up to that expectation almost. But I don't have to live up to that expectation. The only expectation I have to live up is my own and live my own life. I can still receive their gift. I can take it in and embrace it. And then what I do with it afterwards is up to me. But if I receive that gift, then when things are going bad, I could pull that out and remember that one person believes in me. Another person believes in me. Another person believes in me. So I want to think about, think about your life. I want you to imagine all the nice people things people have said to you over the years how have you accepted them do you reject them offhand or do you just accept them to be nice but in your brain you reject them what i want you to do is to receive and just receive and embody it just feel what it feels like to receive just for a moment and then on the other end i want you to give for the sake of giving, not for the obligation. In fact, this is the quintessential attribute of the nice guy, the quote-unquote nice guy, the quote-unquote nice guy who's actually not nice, the type that scares women away because they're not nice because they want to do nice things, they're nice because they want to get something. And then eventually that nice guy becomes an angry guy when he doesn't get that sex that he wants so much. And so many of them unfortunately become incels and, or woman haters or party gamer gate or all those things. And that's because they're not giving for the sake of giving. They're giving to get something in return. I started something a long time ago. I didn't recognize this. This was just a way for me to get out of my shell. I called it the smile game. I would walk across the street and smile to people. Come in the eye and smile. This was just my way for me to work on making eye contact and breaking out of my shell. My shell of fear. And when somebody, when I smiled at somebody and they would just look down, that hurt. It was painful. But once... I recognize that I'm giving them a gift and they can accept the smile back or not. I was able to move through that. And then I took it a step further. There's a dangerous thing that men do called catcalling, where you go up to a woman and yell at them. And even if it's nice things, I'm not telling you to do that. But what I've done is every time I see something on somebody that I like, I will tell them, that I like it. For instance, if I see a woman, she has a nice top, I'll say nice top. If, I, if she has awesome hair, I'll say, oh, I love your hair. And I'll just move on. I'm giving that compliment for the sake of giving the compliment. 
I don't want anything in return. I don't want her number. I don't want to get to know her. I just want to give that compliment. And if she wants to receive it, that's up to her or him. If I see a guy with an amazing beard, heck yeah. I'll say, hey man, what an amazing beard. Because some guys have just amazing beards that make them look like Vikings. And I am so jealous that I can't grow an awesome Viking beard. I mean, probably wouldn't look that good at on one and two. It'd be just annoying for me, but still, it looks amazing. And that has to be, I know how much work that has to be. Or if I see a guy with an awesome shirt that I like because I'm a nerd and he has a cool nerd shirt, I'll say, man, awesome shirt. And I don't want to get into a conversation with him. I just want to tell him he had an awesome shirt. So that's another thing I want you to do. Compliment people for the sake of complimenting if giving is an issue, if giving to give back is an issue for you. So receive. Anytime someone tells you something nice, just say thank you. Embody it and then decide after you feel that goodness whether you want to let it go or save it in your feel good about yourself bank. And if you see somebody out there that has something that looks nice, just say that blank looks nice. And don't don't be gross. Don't go, hey, man, that bulge is awesome. No, don't do that. Don't be a jerk about it. Just be genuine. Be authentic. Give an actual gift. That is this episode, folks. Thank you for listening to the ninth episode of the Church of Awesome. I 100% appreciate you. If you'd like to be part of the amazing, awesome community, go find us on Facebook, Church of Awesome. These churchofawesome.com hopefully is up <laughs> when you listen to this. I mean, it is up. Hopefully, I'll have information. I am Brett Dupree, your catalyst of transformation for the Church of Awesome. I want you to know that I love you and care about you deeply and remind you once again to go forth and be awesome. For more information about the Church of Awesome, check out thechurchofawesome.com. The Church of Awesome is recorded live 8 a.m. Pacific time at the Church of Awesome Facebook group. Now go out and live an awesome life.